Good evening, Metal Faithful. It is I, your mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Radlett. And tonight, we are reviewing the new Korn album, Requiem, which came out February 4th, 2022. It is the 14th studio album, and it was produced by the band and Chris Collier. Joining me to review Korn's Requiem tonight are, first of all, the... Disapproving Dad and Mr. Essential, Jesse Starcher. How do you do, sir? I am underexerted right now. I'm just uh, <laughs> sitting here. Uh, my heart rate is, uh, you know, it's a rather placid. Placid? Not flaccid. I said no. placid. No, no, no. Not, not placid at all. There's nothing great about that. <laughs> I want to go on record to the, our, listen, our loyal listening audience saying that this conversation is the ass end of a conversation that went on before we started the podcast. And I, Mark Radledge, your mandated reporter, was trying to start the show off fresh and not talk about my exhaustive exertion during our aerobic workout that my wife and I had before the podcast tonight. But, oh, oh Mr. Dirty Mind <laughs> over here, Mr. Guttermouth, Jesse Starcher, needed to drag us right into the ditch. Underexerted is all I said. Sitting here, <laughs> twice placid, not flaccid. So, glad to be here, Mark Radlich. It's, uh, you know, we're, we're coming back. We're revisiting corn. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, hopefully... You know, la the last album that we had the opportunity to talk about, it was uh, there was a lot of pain in that album, and I had to point that out to you. So, I let's see how things go here. It's, they're going to go well. I really like this album. It, this is much better than the Nothing was, but you might feel differently because you because if I remember correctly, you were like, "Oh, oh, Jonathan Davis, sing me your sad poetry," and I was like, <laughs> "Yes, please, <laughs> please make me feel depressed." You, you were so there. Sorry. You were with your eyeliner and your <laughs> and, and your spike bracelets, and you had your hands clasped under your chin as you were making eyes at Jonathan Davis. And, you know, and you were, you know, just like on your belly, kicking your legs back and forth on your bed. And you were like, let me feel all the feels. Let me feel you, Jonathan Davis, is what Jesse mm -hmm. Starcher said. And Jonathan That's Davis right. whipped it out for you to feel him, all of his feelings and trauma and whatnot. He, he unzipped himself and he whipped out his trauma for uh, you to engulf Jesse Starcher. Unbelievable, horrible right. analogy for <laughs> such a deep emotional album but yeah, okay it's that was Mark a, it, I mean Jonathan Davis got very deep in you Jesse with his trauma um, well, we have a there's somebody else on this podcast right <laughs> I really would love for you to focus your attention right over that way speaking <laughs> speaking of placid and not flaccid here he is folks the metal coop Robert Cooper how do you do sir you know I I really feel like this podcast is so fresh it's like mozzarella <laughs> oh. Inside jokes. We love them. Oh, yeah. It's great. I mean, we like jokes that are inside. We like corn singers that are inside. We are like a serial killer in a 1990 slasher movie. We're inside the house. That's right. Hey, Coop, did you listen to the last corn album? Like, split the difference here. Um, or or do a Metal Hammer of Doom staple gang up on me. Um, did you... I, I, <laughs> the I, old I, classic. <laughs> I was not a huge fan of the nothing, as you can probably tell. Jesse Starcher was, and we had kind of a debate about it. Where did you stand on it? 
I did not listen to it because uh, actually, as a uh, my music upbringing did not really include much corn. That's okay. uh, you know, and in my music listening career, I was honestly a lot more for my meat than my vegetables. Okay. So corn never corn didn't really come up in my uh, in my life. This is actually, honest to goodness, the first corn album I've listened to all the way through. Interesting. Okay. Well, I've um, looking back over their catalog. I was a big fan of their debut album um, from 1994. I saw them in concert a bunch of times back then. Their follow up, uh, "Life Is Peachy," and then "Follow the Leader." I think I also listened to, and then after that, I think when we get to issues and untouchables, I just kind of gave up, and I forgot. And then I forgot they existed for a really long time, and then we started doing this podcast. I think we might have done the Serenity of Suffering. I'd have to look real quick, but I know we did the Nothing because that that I just re-aired not that long ago. Uh, I think when this album dropped, and then here we are doing the Requiem. And you know, Corn's kind of fifty-fifty with me, Jesse. Uh, sometimes I like what they do. Sometimes I'm like meh. Uh, I definitely like the harder ride stuff, the stuff that goes back to their first couple of albums, self-titled Life is Peachy and Follow the Leader. Well, but uh, where do you stand, Jesse? I'm probably in the same boat as you uh, because I was the same way. I think I followed them in to... I don't have the discography in front of me. I know you said issues. Do you have it in front of you? Like, What was the uh, album that came out in 2003? 2004, right around take a that time. Untouchables. Well, take issues is 99, Untouchables is 2002, and Take a Look in the Mirror is 2003. Okay, Take a Look in the Mirror. I remember listening to, and I think I had a few songs off of that that I had enjoyed. One of them was a really popular song uh, that was being played on the radio. Wish I could remember what single that was, but um, anyway, yeah. For the long, I'd say probably a good 10 years. Then uh, maybe a little bit more. I wasn't. I wasn't pulling these albums and listening to them even after I got um, my streaming account that I listened to music on. Not something that I went and sought. But uh, those albums that came out in the late 90s, uh, I mean, Freak on a Leash was a staple. That's If you go find just about any metal playlist uh, that's, uh, you know, that's like a metal... Uh, essentials playlist you're going to find that song on there and i liked that album the raw emotion that again jonathan davis is able to pour into what you get and he's not afraid of like i want to say touching on some taboo subjects uh in his music but uh yeah i mean that's kind of where i sat i wasn't a ad you know i wasn't somebody who followed them religiously or anything like that. I enjoyed what they put out there, checked out some of their albums and then just kind of moved on from there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, and then coming back here on the metal hammer of doom and listening to the last two albums, I do not remember the serenity of suffering at all. So that one either did not really, you know, ring true to me to make me go back and want to listen to anything off of it because completely off my radar but the last you know this album the last album yes for sure i've you know we've uh, we've had we've talked about it on here we're about ready to talk to one we'll talk about one tonight yeah i'm looking through <clears throat> i have a list now i keep on my computer of the previous metal hammer of dooms that we did going all the way back to the beginning that we haven't already re-aired and yep we did the current we it must have been me and coop then because we did uh 
we did Epica, the holographic principle, then we did the serenity of suffering, then we did the brotherhood of the snake, or the other way around. Um, so well, thought, what year was that? <clears throat> it had to have been 2016. Okay. Did okay. Yeah. I don't yeah, I'm looking remember doing right a corn album. Yep. Oh, well, maybe it was me. You know, and that's bad. <laughs> if, not, if I was on that review and that album just left my brain, which is not all that uncommon as we found out with Titans season three or season two, whichever <laughs> that was. Um, I can what does it well say that we've something. done so much stuff we don't remember what we've done? Yeah. <laughs> right, man. And sometimes people that are on this network don't remember what we did a week ago. <laughs> and, and then assume we've missed an Oscar-nominated movie when we actually haven't and we, only, we did that show a week ago. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> and I'm not bitter about it or anything. How many anyway. Razzie-nominated movies have we covered? Ooh. Well, Catwoman for sure. Uh, uh, out of time yeah. now. Oh, yeah. I'd have to go back and yeah. look through like the Razzies, but I'm sure quite a few. I'm sure we've Which done more Razzies than Oscar-nominated. Out of time. It's one of the 97 movies Bruce Willis did last year. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm good. I didn't yeah. need to. I'd... Every time I see him or like Steven Seagal... There's like a list of guys that tried to have a movie career as well as a singing career that I uh, keep tabs on, and he's mm-hmm. on there. Is Johnny Depp's band any good? I have no idea. Uh, that is not one I've kept tabs on. It's just, I don't know if you remember Bruce Willis's mo- movie career, or music career, I mean. I do, yeah, absolutely. That was around it the time really... that him, Schwarzenegger, and Stallone, and Demi Moore opened Planet Hollywood, if I remember correctly. Like, he opened it. Yeah, I think that was more of a vanity project, but uh, mm-hmm. that happens sometimes. Funny thing is I love popping Eddie Murphy's uh, music career on people. <laughs> like, Party All the Time is one of my fucking jams at karaoke. Not even kidding. Nice. Now, do you do the Eddie Murphy version or do you do the Children of Bodom version? Oh, Eddie Murphy every time. Nice. All right. Like, so I, I, ha- I asked a dude for it once, and the DJ almost lost. Like, he was like, bro, I don't know what I have to do to get this. I will fire this <laughs> he was like that would be fantastic um his day so all right <clears throat> we're gonna get into the album here and like i said i really like i played it while i was driving my son around on sunday and like my son notorious critic as we all know his, his little almost eight-year-old self very uh very fine-tuned discernible taste and things only the freshest fruit much like robert winfrey and uh, his spiritual godfather but he uh, he was in the, <laughs> he, he was in the car with me and we were listening to Corn and he was he's actually like coming around on metal now uh, Jesse uh, I played oh. this for him and he was into it he was like yeah this is I like the beat of this one I, you know I'm digging this and and he and we were there together because like this is a much heavier album than the Nothing which is what I liked about it like it's got that that heavy downtuned bass like you're used to in a good Corn album like this this is like back to its roots so we were having a fun time with this so he goes what what's the name of this band I said oh it's corn he's like like the vegetable and I'm like kind of it's KO backwards R though you won't see that on Spotify Spotify they can't do a backwards R uh N and he was like I have questions and I'm like all right Jonas what what are your questions (laughs) he's like why a K that's spelled wrong why an R that's backwards and I was like okay well it's a style thing. They're trying to differentiate themselves from other bands. And he was like, okay, but why do they name themselves Corn of all things? And I'm like, well, here's the story. And this is what it says here on tonedef.thebrag.com. Jonathan Davis, not safe for work origins of Corn band name. All right, you ready for this, Coop? I was born ready. 
the generally the generally accepted origin story of how corn got its band name is that James Schaefer suggests they spell corn with a K and a backwards R. But according to lead vocalist Jonathan Davis, that is only part of the story, and the origins of corn is corn is far is far more not safe for work than anyone would have guessed. Brace yourselves, Jesse, because this is going mm. to get disgusting, controversial. I mean, not not like me, you know, doing an aerobic activity with my wife before the podcast. Disgusting, but you know, disgusting nonetheless. Different kind okay. of disgusting. Well, I mean, you know what? At least it was cheesy bread. You got that mozzarella and that yeast. Get me out of here. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Some, suddenly laying with your wife and watching TikToks is not such a bad idea, huh? <laughs> she can sit there and watch somebody open up Pokemon cards all night. I will not complain. <laughs> Appearing on the Steve-O's Wild Ride podcast. Davis revealed that his band name was inspired by a party he attended back in the day, where he witnessed two gay guys talking about how they f- loved felching each other. Jesse, did you know <laughs> what felching was? Oh my goodness. Do you okay. know what felching is? I know. I have a feeling I'm going to learn. I'm not. I, I have no idea. Let's just put it that way. I have no idea. It's where you are Pac Man and their semen filled butthole is the. White dot that you eat and turn everything into ghosts. That's great. <laughs> when you please love, continue. When, when, look, when, when two people love each other, Jesse, very much. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I kind of understand that. You know, there's obviously a little bit of intimacy here. Yeah, sure. uh, for this. So yeah, okay. When a mommy and a daddy, no, um, or daddy, they go daddy. waga waga waga, and everybody <laughs> leaves the room. <laughs> Things then took a turn for the disgusting, as Davis recalls. And <laughs> the one dude was talking that he was felching his lover, and that guy shut all over his face, and he had a what? corn kernel on his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I can't believe you guys have never heard this before. I've heard this story. Okay. You did not explain that to Jonas, by the way. Thank I left you. that That's part exactly out. what I was going to say. You oh, yeah, no. He did not need to hear about the guy shitting on the other guy yeah, and I'm there was glad. corn there. I did tell All him right. that the, the I, I did tell him that corn is me is they're named after the corn that you sometimes poop out when you've had vegetables for dinner. And he went, Oh. <laughs> All right. I left out the felching because really the eight-year-old doesn't need to know about the felching. You know what I mean, Robert Cooper? So I mean, you know, when are when is one truly at the right age to learn about felching? Obviously, mid forties uh, <laughs> on a podcast, right? <laughs> or twenty-six if you're my girlfriend. Hi, Natalia. Oh, is she is she with you tonight? No, no, no. She's just going to be listening to this. Okay. Well, hi, Natalia. Um, we're looking forward to offending you throughout the course of this podcast. Uh, so, pe- <laughs> so people that knew the story, they were there, and they would just go corn, and they would be, <laughs> and they would be like, "Shut up, dude! Oh, goddamn! No, 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 no!" And that's how the name came about. Okay, interesting. Hmm. So. Uh, Davis goes on to say the whole thinking behind it was like it doesn't matter what you're called it's like a punk rock thing it's like fuck we'll just call ourselves corn who cares I don't need any mysterious weird fucking name and it's true you know I mean, right. when, you think, when you think about like this, if this if they had called themselves the ham sandwich experience it wouldn't have changed their music at all 
It's true, but it would not have rolled off the tongue. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Look at Jesse with the cheap shot. You guys, uh, you know what? I didn't even for the mean money for that to happen. Oh, man. Who wants to listen to some music? So this is only nine. This is only nine tracks long. So when we do our our three songs at a time, um, this is going to be a fairly quick, you know, race through this album. So Jesse, we're going to listen to the first three. We'll break. We'll listen to the next three. But then when we come back to do the last three, uh, let me know what the angry metal guy thinks of all this felching. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who's ready to get the felch on with this? Oh boy! <laughs> I'm I found my, I found my obsession of the night. Every oh, single for the list. love of God, please do not put any felching videos up. <laughs> Hold on, let's watch this TikTok of this guy. No, oh, I've oh, decided it against doing that because I you can't hear me, and then when you guys talk, it distorts the music. So I was like, all right, this isn't gonna work. So and did you know? Uh, I didn't. I forgot to tell you. Did you know that fucking Jesse got Mike Wazowski'd on it? What? It, what so you? when you're watching, I don't know if you've seen Monsters Inc. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Where he's, <laughs> he's fucking, t- they have him cut out of every fucking picture. Yeah, you can't see Jesse because the comment button is in the way. <laughs> oh nice. Right. Yeah. That, All right. When you first said that, I was like, wait, what happened to him? That's right. And I noticed it too, and I'm like, eh, it's fine. He's yeah. the- <laughs> It's fine. Damn, he's a Mark was just like, ah, oh, whatever. Nobody's going to fucking notice. That's the first thing my girlfriend said. He's like, Jesse got Mike Wazowski. You should probably let Mark know. That's hilarious. I wasn't dude. looking for a TikTok stardom that night anyway. Yeah, Jesse's like, I'm not here. trying to be TikTok famous. Yeah, oh, I'm all right with that. All right, here we go. I'm going to go right into the music here. Uh, first three songs are Forgotten, Let the Dark Do the Rest, and Start the Healing.
All right, so those are our first three songs there. Forgotten, Let the Dark Do the Rest, and Start the Healing. Jonas's reaction to this is really funny. He was like, why do these songs rock so hard but sound so sad? <laughs> wow, even he could pick up on it. Yeah, he, I mean, um, well, it was, he was more referring to, like, the titles of the song, but that's, but it's still accurate. Oh, okay. All right, well, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Start the Healing, that was a single that dropped in November. I don't know if that was the first one. That's the first one yes, I remember. it was. Okay. It was Start the Healing, then Forgotten, pa- then Lost in Grandeur. Got it. Yeah, I remember hearing that, and being pretty excited for what this new album was going to be bringing because that is a pretty good song uh and when you look at that it's appropriate that 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 start the healing was the song that they dropped first off of this album because again we're coming from uh, the album before which was just laden with his struggles uh of through depression and of course what was going on in his life and it sounds like he was just you know ready to turn a corner here uh so start the healing is it, number one lyrically it's you know it's powerful uh but uh it feels like it's the corn that i've wanted to hear for a while you know yeah um, this is definitely the corn seem, that i've been missing doesn't seem like it's too far from uh what we you know what we've been wanting so uh, but yeah, I mean, all three of these songs, Forgotten, Let the Dark Do the Rest, when I started the album, I was like, okay, what are we going to get here? Is it just further down into the depths? Is that what we're going to get? Am I going to get swerved from what I first heard with that single? And no, I mean, it all sounds, it all sounds, uh, it all sounds great, so... I remember in, in the, er, the late 90s when Korn was big, they were on the, the come up, and I remember my friend just thinking it, this, it was Korn was one of these bands where, it was, where he felt like the, this was one of those bands that recorded songs that took out everything but the breakdowns. Like, wait, why are these just three minutes of breakdowns? And <laughs> <laughs> look, it lended itself to a lot of, you know, it got them popular. You know, people were into it. They were they were mainstream in a hurry, despite some of the stuff they were talking about. And, you know, like Jonathan Davis doing the weird scatting, which I could see <laughs> I could see people not being into. But I could also see that differentiating yourself from literally every other band out there at the time. But uh, that's that's the corn that I remember. That's the corn that I grew up with. That's the corn that I would prefer to listen to. You know, when they whenever they go melodic, it always bores me to tears. Like I don't know if they're a good enough band to really do melodic well, but I'm sure somebody heard me just say that now and is furiously typing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> a nasty letter to Actually. me saying the cor- the <laughs> melodic corn stuff is the greatest thing, and why do you even have a podcast if you don't appreciate it? Well, you know, strenuous activity. Cooper. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got a podcast, so they, they can they can get their own. Yeah, I'm starting a new podcast called Strenuous Activity. You want to join me, Jesse? Want to join me mm-hmm. in my Strenuous Activity? That sounds like a good one to maybe talk to your wife about. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll get right on that. Right yeah. after, right after. I'm you sure you would get right trilogy. on that. How about Coop tell us about what he thought of these songs? <laughs> hey, now <laughs> I'll make the jokes around here, Shecky. <laughs> Go ahead, Coop. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> oh gosh! Too much mozzarella. <laughs> Damn it! You beat me to it. Too much mozzarella. Uh, what can I say? I am uh, quick on a lot of things, uh, and that that might be one of them. But not working. Anywho, uh, 
<laughs> so anywho, yeah, uh, these three tracks, I really, I actually really did enjoy the sound that was coming to, uh, that they were putting out. Because to be honest, I know a few corn songs. Uh, there was one of them in a Mech Warrior game in uh, about 2005, <laughs> and then there's a Freak on a Leash and a Twisted Transistor. That's one. Oh, I was yeah. playing. Yeah, that one was playing nonstop on Fuse back when I was in my. Uh, I must watch Fuse every morning because they play cool music, and then they slowly and slowly turned into uh, MTV Light. Yeah, they actually used to play metal and stuff on there, which was neat. Because when it was like 2005, you couldn't find that anywhere, at least on TV, because I didn't have the internet. Because I was just a saddened, just depraved child that was. Depraved or deprived? Yes, deprived is what I meant. Depraved as well. I was going to say, you're depraved now, but you were deprived then. Uh, Yes, good point, good point. Uh, (laughs) Hi, Natalia. Hi, Natalia. (laughs) 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 Every time you do that, you sound like a garbage disposal that has a bone caught in it, if you you get what I'm saying. What's funny is we never purr the same way all three times. It's always three. Because I do it, you do it, I do it again, but I do it differently the second time because I don't want to repeat myself. So it's always, <laughs> and then you go, and then I gargle, basically. I go, <laughs> You sound like somebody's like, honey, the fucking disco- disposal's clogged up again. <laughs> what does it sound like? Sounds like this. <laughs> Dude, I do this to my kids sometimes, and they're like, how do you make that sound? Like you're like you say, like you see, kids. It comes with a lot of aerobics. Maybe like we need to add one to this. Like like I go, and then you go, and then I go. Now you do another sound. You know the Wookie sound. (laughs) Now that just reminds me that uh, again i cannot wait until we talk about mr lordy doing an impression <laughs> of a fucking wookie that's happening soon by the oh, way oh good we, i can i can break yeah, that sound out again i can't that wait that is yeah. actually going to be happening Let's see that's fantastic we should you know along with poppy we need to get mr lordy on duets with tony bennett <laughs> <laughs> what do we say we listen to three more songs yeah 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 all right, here we go with the next three songs on Corn Requiem. We've got Lost in the Grandeur, Disconnect, and Hopeless and Beaten.
Okay, and those that three-song block that you just heard was brought to you by Grammarly. Don't you understand? Grammarly's AI-powered products help people communicate more effectively. Grammarly helps you write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar punctuation mistakes while also catching contextual errors, improving vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. Jesse, did you know she was a dentist? But did you also know, Jesse? I'm trying to figure out the reference to the okay. dentist. Tell did, me. Oh, that's a that's a Britt Baker bit. Okay, go Do- ahead. Doctor oh, Britt well. Baker, did you know she was a dentist? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Doctor okay. Britt Baker. Yeah. Um, DMD. DMD. But uh, but did you know, Jesse, that Grammarly will help you with your strenuous aerobic activity? I, I no, I had no idea that that was the case. I had did not know that they were promoting that as yes. something that could help me with my aerobics. Yes, with your strenuous nighttime aerobic activity for health and fitness. It, Grammarly okay. will help you. Grammarly Robert Cooper will help you with your mozzarella issue. Will it? <laughs> yes. Oh man. I hope at yeast it really helps cut all that down. Yeah, it absolutely will. So, <laughs> did he say at yeast? You said yes, at yeast, Coop. He I did. heard you say at yeast. Okay. Oh, good. Somebody caught it. All right. I, I caught it. I was just not acknowledging out. it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, to download Grammarly today, go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, it's getgrammarly.com. Uh, slash W2M Network to download Grammarly for free for those of you in need of an of aid for your aerobic strenuous activity like Jesse Starcher. Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Sounds great. All I right. mean, great. unfortunately, do you think it'll actually help me with some uh, mental gymnastics so I can enjoy our group chat? <laughs> There's our group chat is a dumpster fire. There's what? nothing that's going to help you enjoy that with without the possibility of severe opioids. Yeah, I'll tell you the best way to enjoy that. There's a little button you push that says mute. <laughs> oh, see, I just I actually just don't pay attention at this point. Like I'm like, oh, good, somebody's talking again, and then I go back to what I'm doing. <laughs> Listen, oh, there's only three things happening in that chat. Bailey and I are are are, are arguing about something politely, but but we're arguing. Pat is having some sort of a mental breakdown uh, where he has to, you know, where his inner monologue becomes an outer monologue and he has to share with us all of his thoughts and whatever activity that he's doing. Or the nerds are all talking about Marvel Star Wars DC and making Roland mm. Emmerich cry. That's right. Wait, someone made Roland Emmerich cry? Uh, yeah, the fact that nobody saw his movie and that it's hard to get his stupid disaster movies made now because studios only want to make pre existing IP. Well, I mean, yeah, because Roland Emmerich's movies kind of suck for the past 20 years. Well, he didn't want to admit that out loud. Instead, he blamed Marvel. Do you not pay attention to social media, Robert Cooper? You uh, have, sir, you I have, have a an Twitter. Instagram that I use every one. Dude, I use my Twitter literally once every six months to look at what's going on in the world. That kills me. I Twitter you is guys a... in all of these shows, and it doesn't do me a lick of good. No, I don't use Facebook. I don't use Twitter. I don't use Snapchat. I don't. I mean, pretty much. I'm on PSN most of the time, and I don't talk to anybody. Can I tell you my Snapchat story today, Cooper? Oh, you <laughs> did not. No, oh, I said, can I can I tell you my Snapchat story? I haven't even told. Oh, my wife by all means, chat. please do. I'm trying to figure out how I how I should tell her this. So, somebody, friend Jesse, uh, close your ears. Um, oh, so, Cooper. <laughs> so Cooper. 
Yeah. Somebody friended me on Snapchat. I didn't know who this person was. I assumed it was somebody with an OnlyFans page because it's a bot. Yeah, it, so it was some some something or somebody friended me. I assumed it was a girl with an OnlyFans page because why? Who? Why else would you friend a almost fifty year old male on Snapchat? If you know, to, uh, with, just to sell your body wares. Your Maybe it was Britney Stryker. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so anyway. Um, here's what I have noticed about the OnlyFans girls on Snapchat is that they start off innocuously enough. It's like, hi, how are you? Fine. How are you? Good. Where are you from? Here we go. And then the next thing is always, it's either they go like animals. They go right to, here's my, you know, here's my menu of sex things I'll do for you. At which point, delete. Um, (laughs) Or they'll at least gauge your interest. And go, do you want to have some fun? And you're like, sure. And then here's the menu of sex things you can do, at which point, delete. Well, because these people are animals. Like, there's no, you know, I miss the good old days, Jesse. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? I miss the good old days where if some hooker wanted to get you to sleep with them, they would at least entice you a little bit. You know, they'd, 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 you know, try to seduce you in some way. It wasn't just, you know, grabbing their vagina and shoving it in your face and go, do you want some of this? Like, what, what happened to the romance of the sex worker industry, Jesse, is what I'm trying to ask you. Yeah. Too many women got asked to paint fences when they said, I'll do anything for you, baby. So anyway, so these animals, you know, it's just delete and like, whatever. Like, I, I don't pay any, any mind. It just makes me laugh. Today, somebody actually tried to have a conversation with me. And uh. then she was like, send me a pic. And I'm like, okay, let's see. I'm, I'm now curious to see where this is going. So I picked one uh, that, uh, that was already out there on the internet that if someone wants to put like, like Photoshop a dick in it or something, it's like, it's already there. You could like my, my presence on social media is very easy to get a hold of. It's not that hard if you really want to do stuff to me like that. So like, whatever, uh, here's, here's what everyone has a copy of anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, um, so I sent her that pic, uh, uh, her, she, it, they whatever it was I was talking to sent her the, sent her an innocuous pic. She sends one back. Ever just see a pic and you know it's porn? Like there's no possible way that's a, that's a person just looking for like a hookup or something. It is absolutely a random porn pic, and sure. to, to the point where she's <laughs> like, "No, I don't do any of these things, you fucking animal." Like I don't know what a porn is. They don't teach us that in Ohio. <laughs> So, just an uh, obviously fake is what I'm getting at. And I looked at this and I was like, "There's no way that's you." I'm now I'm now not even sure I'm talking to a person. I immediately Google image searched it, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm deleting this whole conversation, the picture, my, my, my all my social media, and half my house. I'm done with this whole thing." <laughs> but that's my that's my Instagram story today. I think. Uh, there, whoever is out there in the world trying to get your information or whatever, like when they're doing it that way or whatever it is they're after, like none of them are good at it, near as I can tell. They're all very just like uh, awkward, I guess, clumsy. You know what I mean, Coop? I do. Uh, my grandma got called once at like nine o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. with somebody that wasn't me. Saying they were me, but the reason they sound funny is because their face got broken in a drunken fight nice. at uh, in Boston, Jeez. and they need money. And she was like, 
freaking out and trying to call me and I was the fuck asleep because of course I was <laughs> and then she calls my mom who was like asleep. what no <laughs> uh yeah so that that's a scam going around that's a cute one yeah like wow but, and you know what somebody has fallen for it yeah and that's how I, it yeah. works I yeah. would imagine I you can't you, you you don't know who you're dealing with when you're trying to scam somebody you're just you're just literally scamming as many people as you can and you're it's a numbers game presumably right so I would imagine this person was you know saw me and was like let's see what happens with this asshole and that kind of thing that kind of picture works on other guys I was like no 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 look ma'am if there's one thing I'm very versed in is what porn looks like you won't. You can't pull the wool over these eyes. I'll tell you that one right now. I don't know who I'm pointing at, but I'm literally like, as I'm doing this bit, pointing at myself and looking into an imaginary camera. I <laughs> Let, let's just say uh, you, you knew about the X and the XPW. I certainly did, Ollie. Mm. What do think about all that, Jesse? <laughs> Jesse, who just wanted to review yeah. a simple metal album. No, no, no. Trust me. I know that there's the scammers are legit. I can tell you that uh close acquaintance of mine uh it's the older it's always the older crowd because they aren't there's a bunch of things that are like factors in regards mm-hmm. to that you know coop you talked about being your grandmother and she she's an older lady she may not know much about the internet she believes everything she may not have heard anything about the scams that were going around yeah. and they're Coop's mom a may not be as more... versed in porn as i am Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, she has uh, never taken a ungimmicked guitar shot to the head. <laughs> I do. So, yeah, I know stop somebody talking that... about that. What? It's <laughs> cock smokers fifteen. What's not the love? Sixteen, not fifteen. Oh, sixteen. Sorry. It's it's fifteen. Keep going. But poor Jesse's trying to make a point here. Go ahead, Jesse. Uh, I, I should have stopped a long time ago. Like <laughs> probably after the third song. Um. <laughs> Just, just stopped and walked away. Uh, but no, it's, yeah, it's the elderly. It's the people that aren't well-versed in the internet. And it's also, you know, the person that I knew, they were lonely. Mm-hmm. And they've been lonely for quite a while, and it gets the better of them. Uh, so, Mark, just be glad that you weren't lonely enough to fall for what you I'm thought not, might have been a hot I'm not lonely at all. Shit. I do strenuous yeah. activity. Now, yeah, I got, we have I got established one. that tonight. If not any... <laughs> If there isn't anything else that I'm walking away from this podcast <laughs> with, you know, it's the fact that you, sir, get your exercise in. I well, that's look, good, you know. He's going to be on the president's fitness list. Just you watch. Hey, by oh, the way, yeah. by the way, uh, Coop, I, I double checked. It is absolutely fifteen. Uh see, that's right. I said I you said sixteen. I said it was fifteen. No, I, no. I said it was fifteen. No, I, you, you rewind the tape. You listen to this podcast tomorrow. Coop was right. He said 15? I have it backwards. He said 15. You corrected him, and you told him it was 16. Um, and I was you like, can't nah, even, you can't I even remember your own in a movie porn. theater with my girlfriend trying to find it just to show her you getting <laughs> hit the head with a fucking guitar. <laughs> okay. Uh, my apologies, sir. I should never have doubted you. It is totally okay, and I, I still couldn't find it. It's, it's a true tragedy amongst our times. We have the tragedy Macbeth and the tragedy of Coop in a movie theater trying to look up fucking porno while I'm waiting for the movie to start. Oh, I just go- I just Googled it and found it, like, in seconds. Like I didn't Oh, image- you know what? My my Google foo is not as strong as yours, sir. 
Well, I did a Google image search. That's what happened there. Oh. Oh, fuck. So. I'm, I'm, he went off the negatives. <laughs> I was going to say, an image search of, a search of what? <laughs> what? Here, I'll, I'll do it again. I'll make magic. Here we go. Cock smokers. It's co- great, okay. I this just is re- great podcasting material. Everybody. <laughs> oh, I was thinking you were doing a reverse image search for no, something. no, no, no. no. I, okay, I, so I went like, cock smokers, uh, Brittany Stryker, and then I clicked on images, and look, there she is. You can uh, get it on triplexbunker.com, Naked Tube. I don't know how many. How, do you often go to Naked Tube there, Jesse? Hey, did you want me to read some reviews, Mark? Um, <laughs> what did the angry metal guy think about Cogsmokers 15? Three <laughs> You guys oh. asked, Ellie, like, you guys wanted me to double check to see if I actually found it. I was just showing you that I did, is all. Oh, well, you know, I really, you know what? Just like most American school teachers, I appreciate that you show your work, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, it's on yes. porn w.org. I like the okay. dot org Ooh, in that. Dash w. That's different from the regular W. I like the, the fact George that it's w. dot org. Oh, <laughs> dot, dot edu. So it's, yeah, it's a lot of the a lot of these images that I'm looking at currently are on triplexbunker.com and nakedtube.com. Oh, okay, good, good, good. That's uh... in case anyone wants to find this. Yeah, I mean, of course, if you're ever sitting in a movie theater and you're literally the only person going to see. Uh, it wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave. He thought I was calling him. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't Belfast. She and I went to so many Oscar-nominated <laughs> films. This this movie's too classy. Let me let me classy it down. Just Didn't I smidgen. tell you what I did during? Uh, oh, what was that fucking movie? Uh, oh my gosh, Bigger what was pizza. it? The, not the French Connection. Wasn't it the French Dispatch? Okay. I fuck it up every time. The, <laughs> the scene with Timothy, Timothy Chalamet and uh, What's Her Nuts in the gas mask, and I'm like, I look at her and go, hey, Natalia, you ever look, wondered about fart porn with gas masks? <laughs> so we're sitting there watching this fucking movie, and I whip out my phone, and in her ear, you just hear, try not to come. It's <laughs> the fucking ad, and then we skip through it, and she's trying to watch this movie. Oh, burn! <laughs> the woman starts fucking laughing in it while the guy's fucking moaning. Yep, that is so. Like every time she and I are in a movie theater, I do that to her now. Not pull it out, but I just go whisper in your turn. Well, speaking of whipping out your cock, um, I got to tell you what happened with Jackass when we come back from the next break. So here's the so here's the game plan. <laughs> Um, we're going to listen to three, the last three songs. Jesse's going to tell us what the angry metal guy thinks. And then we're going to end this podcast with me explain, with me having to sit and watch Jackass Forever with my son and it being full of a lot of penis. How does that sound? Oh, no. That sounds uh, great. Well, at least, at least it's parts he has. Yeah. This was definitely one of these deals where I had to, like, justify it in my own mind with, like, well, I mean, it's not something he hasn't seen before. So, um but it's a, it was a little uncomfortable to be with, like, your elementary school aid son, and it opens with Dickzilla. So, <laughs> oh, so, so more on that in just a moment. Here we go with the last three songs of the evening, uh, Penance to Sorrow, My Confession, and Worse is on its way.
Block of Three songs was brought to you by Amazon Music Unlimited, where you can actually hear this album if you desire in its entirety. If you've enjoyed the little morsels we've played for you this evening and thought, I need more of this corn requiem in my life, check out our free trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited service by clicking the link in this podcast. Get AmazonMusic.com slash W2M Network. Again, let's get Amazon Music dot com slash w2m network for your free 30-day trial uh download over stream 70 million songs available to you on the amazon music unlimited service uh at the end of that 30 days you can cancel it if you want or you can continue to use it and pay the 30 the, the 30 pay the uh, monthly fee it's comparable to Spotify and Apple Music, but Amazon Music does so much more. You can link it to your home 
devices, you can make playlists, you can do all kinds of things. It has recommendations. We love it. You'll love it too. If you just want to sample an album before you buy it or whatever, it allows you to do that as well. Amazon Music Unlimited. Get amazonmusic.com slash W2M Network. But what does the Angry Metal Guy think of all this, Jesse? Ah, well, unfortunately, the Angry Metal Guy did not weigh in on this latest corn release. Uh, but we have some other respected websites that also felt the need to review this album. And trust me, there are, Korn is not going to drop an album that's missed by too many metal uh, review websites. Before I get into that, though, Coop, I just wanted to point this out. You mentioned that there was a song that was played uh, in MechWarrior, and that was uh, off of Take a Look in the Mirror. It was Right Now was the name. It's the first track off of that album. And it's, yeah, it, I remember that album pretty well. That song right there is one of the more kick-ass songs off that album. So um, anyway, taking a look here, let's easily right now just go to metalcritic.com, okay? Uh, we have quite a few positive reviews you got a total of six, averaging, I don't know, between 90, 80 and 90 there. Uh, but there are some user reviews that don't give it, well, I mean, the greatest marks. Somebody rated it as low as a three, mm -hmm. and they said they really wanted to love this album, but it sounds exactly like all their other albums. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I don't know. You mentioned, like, you didn't like the melodic corn and I think that the more they kind of deviate from the formula that we just got off this album mm -hmm. is kind of you know I, I stay away from that as well I like this this type of album so but clearly there are people in the in the camp this is no 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 this sounds just like everything else corn you need to evolve uh, but blabbermouth blabbermouth.net yes they gave this a total of oh well goodness I thought I had it here there he is eight out of ten eight out of ten we also have uh, I want to say it was uh, Sputnik yeah okay well I'll tell you what I'm just going to roll down through here Metacritic eighty five out of a hundred all music four and a half out of five distorted sound gave it a nine out of ten exclaim gave it a seven out of ten Kerrang four out of five stars louder sound four out of five stars metal injection eight out of ten so it's pretty consistent throughout most of the popular review sites that a lot of people are liking this uh, i will tell you that blabbermouth their final paragraph i like usually leaning on them a little bit um so here here's what they say you know this is their sum up of their review all you get here is the good stuff flab free and rift up to the fucking eyeballs nine great songs 33 delicious morbid minutes requiem 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 i damn near killed him requiem <laughs> uh, requiem is further proof of corn's extraordinary resilience and unerring vitality there's a couple things in that review and i you know i'll just kind of throw my final thoughts in here as we move forward uh there's a couple things that are mentioned in that paragraph specifically the length of this album it's not a very long album at all uh, when you look at it just over 30 minutes there's 
you know, you have a pretty small margin of error if that's how short your album is going to be. So if you put this out there and someone like me is listening to it and there is one song out of the 10 that kind of take you out of the album, just be like, oh, man, you know, fast forward. It's probably going to weigh a little more when you look at the negatives versus the positives. But the good thing is, is that this album, for me, doesn't have that many negatives. It's really, uh, 33 minutes is a, I mean, for, for this album, it's good. I, I went through it, I listened to it probably three or four times in a row. It did not feel like that. Sometimes you have to slog through these albums, especially if, if it's something that you really do not enjoy. Uh, and if it's an hour and a half long, you are probably wanting to run out in traffic shortly after you get through the first listen that's not the case here uh, it's not an uneven album either it, it feels like they've got you know some of the heavier stuff mixed in with the softer stuff and really it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of soft in this album to be honest and um it was faithful to what i wanted you know i wanted this from corn this is what i expected i didn't expect them to try and evolve and do their sound differently in any way there's some there's some points throughout some of the songs where you can go, oh, okay, that's iconic corn right there. Like, there's that guitar that was playing in Disconnect that I have heard every once in a while in some corn songs. It just kind of has this creepy kind of sound to it. Uh, that That's iconic corn to me. We get that on this album, and I'm perfectly happy with that. So, yeah, I mean, if there was if there was anything really overly negative, like I said, this album could have really suffered for it, but it didn't. It did. It, they did a good job coming back here with our entry uh, for the, my goodness, what's the name of it? Requiem. That damn near killed him. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, That's I mean, it. I'm in big, Get me out of here. big agreement with you, Jesse. I, <clears throat> this was uh, this was a much more fun listen for me than the last one, and I've said that a couple of times now. But let me just go ahead. Like this, this album had so much more groove to it. It had, like I said, that downturn bass. It had a lot of breakdowns. I mean, like I'm not, I I, I don't take anything away from a band that feels the need to go ahead and you know get in touch with. The, you know the things like the traumas the things that inspire them and all of that and and i would never say don't do that but <clears throat> capitalism in the marketplace is real and if uh you do that you take the chance that not everyone's gonna love it i didn't and that's that's just the way it is like i i'm not saying they shouldn't do it i'm saying you're not always like there's plenty of other bands that have also like hey let's like we were talking i think in the chat last night and um, Bailey had asked me about Metallica, and look, they got they they were very successful with Load and Reload. It just wasn't my thing, and it kind of turned me off of the band for a while. It turned a lot of people off of the band. You know, they were called sellouts. Everything and I think it was like Jason Newstead. It was like, yeah, we sell out every arena we go to. Yuck, 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 yuck. That's like <laughs> the one quote from behind the music I'll never forget. Yeah, and but like to his point, he's not wrong. You know, right. they, they they made decisions that a lot of people, a lot of gatekeeping Metallica fans didn't love, but 
they found so many more fans and they continued to sell records to like to this day i think the black album has gone like you know quadruple zillion platinum people are still buying the black album you know load and reload had zero effect zero negative effect on their career but did i love it no and that's just life in the big city so for corn like i'm appreciative of the fact that this album for me is is an improvement over the last one but i would not necessarily go as far as to say they shouldn't have done the last one. Coop, I'll give you the last word here and then uh, talk a little bit about Jackass, then we'll call it a night. Yeah, uh, I mean, for me, this was... <clears throat> I found that to be a fairly... Uh, a little bit newer experience for me, because again, I'm not very well-versed in terms of overall Corn's uh, output, but all in all, I really liked what I got. I felt the... Uh, I felt like they had a lot of good melodies going on in the music. I enjoyed the uh, one song that managed to throw in a little bit of the scat vocals. Oh, There's yeah. another song <laughs> that had a uh, more of a death metal growl going towards it, which I was surprised at. I have never heard them do that before. Uh, I mean, lyrically, again, a little downtrodden, but also I, I like company in my misery. So I, I really felt that the lyrics... Spoke, uh, spoke to a humanity that you don't always get from bands that have been doing this for so long. And I really I really enjoyed that. Uh, overall, I mean, I'd probably give this album a solid probably a three and a half out of five. Uh, maybe a four if I'm feeling uh, generous. But I really, I really enjoyed it, and it made me want to go get more into their music overall, which for a band that's been around this long is usually quite rare a lot of times when you're listening to it you can just listen to the hits and you're good but i really feel that they showed depth in what they offer i agree with you all right so real quick uh i took my son to go see jackass forever and it opens up with uh like a like a mock parody of a godzilla film and the first thing you realize about the godzilla is like have you ever seen any of the Jackass movies, Jesse? No. Okay. I know what it's about, but I I've never seen any of the movies. <laughs> They're always I mean, very dramatic. It's, it's not exactly uh it's not a Machiavellian plot we got going right? on. It's a bunch of guys <laughs> it's a guy that it's a bunch of guys that get hit and or uh punched in the dick or yeah. fit a toy car in their asshole. Yeah, or eliminated so, from the Royal Rumble. Yes. So well, yes. the point is that they always open though with something like very dramatic. Um, I think like the very first one was like they were rolling a shopping cart down the street. They were all riding in a shopping cart, punching each other, and there was explosions going off and shit like that. And I can't remember how the other ones begin, but you know they you know it's always like something dramatic. They crash and Johnny Knoxville says, "I'm Johnny Knoxville and this is Jackass or Welcome to Jackass or whatever he says." So this one was a parody of a Godzilla movie. Where they're all dressed up as characters, and they, you know, and they and they show the credits of each uh, per- person taking part in this jackass movie, and Godzilla is played by Chris Pontius, who he's underneath a table, and they have his dick painted up to be Godzilla and <laughs> balls, dick and balls painted up like oh. Godzilla, and uh, and they're moving it down the street, uh, you know, and then they cut cut away to the actors, and the actors are being thrown about and blown up and whatever. And all of that was fine. I mean, again, the boy has seen a penis before. It's not like he was doing anything really sexual with it. It was it was funny. Here's the problem. The sequence ends with Godzilla using his nuclear breath on the jackass guys, except that it wasn't nuclear breath. 
Oh, no. Come on. Oh, yeah, actually, they did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. No, I don't know if it was the gallons of pig semen from a sketch further on in the movie or if it was his semen. I don't know. They didn't show really where the origins of it came from or you know how they got that shot. They just did it. And so, of course, all the guys are covered in a viscous white liquid. <sighs> yeah. Uncomfortable things you have to watch with your son. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Well, so, you know, you said they dressed up as movie characters. I'm assuming uh, Ryan Dunn was Aunt uh, Baru from Star Wars A New Hope. No, no, nothing like that. No, <laughs> I mean, it, it, they were like characters in a Godzilla movie. So, all right. So, a, anyway. Making a joke that he's dead and burned to a crisp. Kobe. Um, all right. Oh, you forgot he was <laughs> so anyway moving on with this uh next week we've got lordy humanimals the week after that is amorphous halo and then um we will be taking the week off of march 1st for batman it's batman week all week long so as far as like content that we're airing it's all batman stuff but Behind the scenes, as Jesse well knows, we will be busy recording stuff that will come out later, uh, such as uh, what we're doing for th- for St. Patrick's Day, which is House of Pain, Fine Malt Lyrics. In the meantime, uh, up in the archives now, we have our celebration of black cinema with the all five Shaft movies cut into two different shows. We have the first three, and the fr- and is it audio only, and then the second two. 2019. Uh, I did that with Jason Teasley. That's up there. Myself and Robert Winfrey reviewed Moonfall. Tomorrow, myself and Alexis Haina, in theory, will be reviewing the next set of Looney Tunes cartoons. And in the evening time, um, Jason and I will be continuing our celebration of black cinema with Coffee with Pam Greer, Superfly, and Blackula, which I put into Yay. the world today that I think Blackula needs a remake with Jordan Peele directing. We'll see what happens. But generally speaking, when I put things into the world, they happen. So uh, Saturday is our re-airing of the Body Count review that we did, because as Jesse knows, Body Count's in the house. <laughs> the Body fucker. Count. Yep. Sunday's our re-airing of our Warcraft review that we did, and we're doing that to uh, getting ready for the Uncharted movie that's coming out. So it's all video game-related stuff this week. Um, Jesse, are you going to be joining us on the post-Super Bowl show? Uh, w- w- is that the triple feature? Yes. Uh, probably not. Okay. Don't think I'm going to be able to make that one. That uh, I'm glad you asked me because that was the three movies: National Champion, mm-hmm. um, American yeah, Underdog. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think I will be making that one. All right, That's going to be you and. Just did me Evan and Jason. drop out? That too? Yeah. J- everyone dropped out. <laughs> oh shit! I'm sorry. Evan said he couldn't get all the movies done. <clears throat> You're not dropping out. It was so funny because Jay's like, we should invite all these other people. And I'm like, yeah, no one, no one wants to do it. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, Jay, after the Super Bowl ends, Jason Teasley and I will be reviewing National Champions, American Underdog, and We Are Marshall. Um, Jason, uh, <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie and I will be reviewing uh, Marry Me. We'll be comparing the webcomic to the movie with Jennifer, um, Jennifer Lopez and owen wilson 
Also, Jesse and Ronnie Adams reviewed the Uncharted comic from DC Comics. That'll be up as well. So that's everything past, present, and future for right now. Jesse, I already did your one plug there. Any got any other plugs? Well, maybe we'll get to that recording of the web of carnage on unspoken issues tomorrow maybe you know it's only been delayed uh twice now (laughs) so let's just cross our fingers and hope that that happens i've got my notes ready to go it's just a matter of sitting down and recording this thing so hopefully we'll get that knocked out uh it'll be me dean compton and Derry Waite bringing the heat with web of carnage okay can we can can i bet on whether or not it happens on DraftKings? Tripped up trivia happened as well. Video game. Speaking of video games, <laughs> that's one I know happened. That's oh, one okay. I know I recorded. Cool. That's one I know I had a good time with. Uh, yeah. So tripped up trivia, video game edition. That will be airing. No, that's already, already aired. That's, Excuse that's me. Already that was airing. The, uh, the one you month. want to talk about yeah. is the Batman one coming up. Uh, that's right. Upcoming is Batman, and that is going to be recorded on the twenty sixth, and I think. I know for a fact we've got a, a few guests already lined up, uh, at least three, and we may have another. We, we always shoot for at least four, uh, so we got one more we got to grab. And I, I extend the invite to Chris Bailey. Hopefully he can make it. If not, we've always got other people we can ask, see if they want to come on and talk about some Batman. So that is, I think, about that. I mean, you already said source material uncharted. I can tell you that I also record with Evan Bevins and uh, got uh, – you know more stuff in regards to Batman out of the way, uh, and so Batman White Knight's going to be on the schedule at some point in the future. So watch out for that. It was a good, good, good discussion. That's all I have. Uh, Cooper, you want to plug somebody else's podcast? Uh, well, my friend Hannah allegedly has one, but I've still not seen nor heard of it in the better part of months. So I doubt it's happening. Uh, but I would like to say every time I hear Evan Bevins, I keep wanting to do like that fucking shitty ass Eminem Ven- like Venom song, but with his name like Evan Evan Evan, Evan Bevins. <laughs> you, should tell, you should tell him that in the chat, and then put up a picture with a girl of short hair. Oh, you know I should because I just like the internet. Really love targeting. Oh boy. <laughs> Targeting, triggering, all of that. All right. Folks. Oh, yeah. Well, we've hope... a bear. <laughs> well, we hope you've enjoyed this review of Corn Requiem and yet another uh, side conversation about the ins and outs of porn. Right, Jesse? No. Ins and outs. <laughs> I see what you did there. Ins and outs. Uh, for the disapproving dad, for the metal coop who has a social media presence but doesn't actually do anything with it. I'm Mark Radledge, and I'm violating community standards left and right. <laughs> Until the next time, be well, be safe, and behave. <laughs>